Hey there, Power Pearlers. Welcome to another episode of Power Pearls Podcast. So today, this is going to be a little different than usual. I am recording a solo episode today, and this is something that's been simmering for a while, but I haven't really approached this, I I guess you could say topic or category on the podcast. I, I mean, I have a little bit, but it's something that's been bubbling up and really and just simmering in the background. And, uh, and so it's time. And, you know, what sparked this idea, and I'll get to it in a minute, so I don't want to keep you in suspense. But what sparked this idea was actually a bit of urgency, realizing I don't have a guest lined up for this week. So I want to talk about something that I am personally, I'm passionate about. And um, it's something that I actually integrate into my life a lot. And it always has been kind of in the background. And it is going to be something, like I said, you'll see this pop up more and more on the podcast. But it's time to have a deeper conversation about how knitting can help us to design a life that focuses on integration for our passion our passion for knitting and making with a holistic approach to living that encompasses body, mind, spirit, and creativity. And so these are things that are a big part of my life and have been for so long. And, you know, I started dabbling in this back in 2014, the first time I started podcasting. Now with Power Pearls, I feel like it's time to merge all of these things together because I think and and maybe a part of my hesitation has been that I didn't think that it would work, that you would be interested, or that the time was right. But the more and more I see what's happening out there, so many makers, so many yarn crafters are now really talking and have been talking about the subject of mindfulness, of holistic living, of you know creating calm with your yarn crafting and de-stressing. So now I decided that finally the floodgates are open and this is a part of my life that's been a part of my life for so long that it's something that now it's time it trickles into Power Pearls podcast. So I want to talk about how rituals such as our knitting and making and mindfulness come together and how they converge and how these become our anchors in this ever-changing world. And I know for myself, when I feel the ground fall beneath myself, my knitting really helps to ground me. And I know that it does for for all of us. For any of you listening right now, this is what you go to, right? This This is that refuge point in your life. This is that thing that helps bring you back home, right? And so I think by kind of expanding and exploring this deeper to really see as instead of, you know, looking at it at face value or you do it because, you know, it feels good. How can we actually take it a step further and only almost use it as a meditation in our daily life, how to create rituals around it every day so that it's like our launch pad so that just waking up in the morning, for example, and using our knitting as a ritual practice to help as a launch pad for, you know, just for the rest of our day. So the technical aspects of knitting, you know, for me, this is just one side of the coin. And I feel that if this other piece is not also part of it, 
then it loses its, its, its essence. You know, I feel like the other side of the coin is our why, you know, why, why do we get into this? What made us want to do this in the first place? Why does knitting make us feel so good? And as I record this, I am in the midst of the Situation Shawl's five-week workshop. And before diving into this, I thought long and hard because I needed to create a workshop that broke the boundaries, you know, that, that allowed knitters to tune into those intuitive aspects of what's really happening on the needle. And I really wanted you to empower yourself and to trust your own knitting intuition, as opposed to what's on paper, you know, what's in the pattern, because I think that that's where things really can get lost. You know, um, you know, being in the editor of Creative Knitting for almost seven years, and even before that, as an editor of knitting books, and also being in this yarn crafting world for now 15 years, that's the thing that always tripped me up. And I knew it tripped up knitters uh, as well. It's like, here's a pattern, follow the pattern, and you don't question it. Although, yes, many do. <laughs> but we can get into that trap of just relying what's on uh, what's in that pattern and not really trusting that we have the ability to figure out what we need to do next. And so I think that's something that I want to change. And that's something that I'm starting to change with this workshop. So I feel like this is the beginning of bridging that gap between the technical and the divine. There you, there you go. There's the, the, this was just such a spontaneous thought, right? But the technical and the, I'm trying to think of a word that is snappy and memorable, but yeah, between the technical and the divine or the technical and the visceral, yeah. And so, you know, creating this course, which started with a challenge, it really, I saw this engagement, I saw this excitement, I saw this, um, this empowerment happen. And this is just one more addition to the Power Pearls Garden, <laughs> which um, a recent community member referred to, uh, Power, the Power Pearls Experience as the Power Pearls Garden. And I thought this was really a pretty cool and, um, because that's what it's turned into, you know, and, and, you know, it's more than just a podcast and that's kind of where I'm going with this conversation too. You know, it's, it's an all encompassing holistic experience, which is, you know, the podcast, our knitting life, our, our, our wellness, our mindfulness life, uh, you know, everything down to you know, what we, what we do to, to be happy, to feel good. You know, it's not just knitting that we need <laughs> to help us do that. Right. So, you know, the podcast started in 2015, Power Pearls started. This was the second podcast. And I had a first, you know, I had a podcast before this, which really just focused mostly on kind of the woo-woo stuff, right? The mindfulness, the morning routines, and so then I started, I started Power Pearls, you know, focusing strictly on the knitting, the knitting side of our life. But you know, it's hard to keep those two things separate for me. I think it's too, it's hard for you too. I think if you could have a podcast or a place or a community where you could get, you know, your fix for knitting, 
and your fix for how to live a, a meaningful life that encompasses body, mind, spirit, maybe a little bit of, maybe a few recipes, because that's another aspect, a big, big, big aspect of who I am, which maybe I need to save because, you know, little doses of things at a time. But the other aspect of who I am is the fact that I have a background as a nutritionist and also as someone who has helped people to not just cook, you know, better meals, you know, healthy meals, but meals that are really good, you know, taste really, really good. Like, how do you cook plants that taste good, you know? And that's something that, that I, that I love to do because I love to eat. <laughs> um, but you know, so creating, going back, coming back, kind of anchoring myself back here. So the podcast, Power Pearls podcast, that is, was started in 2015. And as in life, there are stair steps, right? And and you know, the staircase analogy, I've talked about it before, the, the Martin Luther King analogy. You know, take the first step in faith, because then all the other stairs will reveal themselves at the right time. So if you can't see the stairs, don't fret it, don't worry. So it might seem cliche, right? But it has so much meaning and profundity in my life because I've seen it happen. I really have. So I'm not just spewing off some quote that I found on Facebook. I'm talking about something that means a lot to me because I've seen it happen. I've trusted in the process. I've allowed things. And this is something that we can learn in our yarn crafting. This is this is this is a meaningful quote. It's like a metaphor for our knitting, right? Trusting that what's on your needles, if you don't understand what's happening, trust that all will be revealed when you try. So these are the things that we're going to start talking about. You know, my roots in the area of mindfulness, health, and wellness are pretty deep. And so I'll just talk a little bit about that, just a teeny weeny bit, but just to give you a little bit more context about you know, how creativity kind of weaves itself into um, the other areas of my life in these ways. So, you know, I was, I found myself as an overweight kid, age 13 was my heaviest. And at first it seemed like a curse, you know, but then it later became a blessing because it gave me this passion for wellness. And I had these two parallel paths in my life always. I mean, I have been a creative kid from the moment I can, could pick up a pencil so that happened way before I ever had this issue with being overweight because that didn't come till adolescence. But I always had this passion for being creative. And it's funny, I always think back to uh, just a little sidebar, always drawing, always had sketchbooks and I always wrote my age and my name in the corner. I don't know why, but I would doodle like Ziggy, you know, the little Ziggy cartoons or whatever. And I would create these elaborate scenes. And so drawing was like, that was it. That was the first entry into the creative world. So I was always someone that drew, that painted, you know, I later went to school. Uh, I went to Parsons School of Design and I, my major for four years was illustration. So a trained illustrator and worked as an illustrator, you know, and found my niche or my niche, I don't know how you say that, niche, niche, <laughs> uh, in the yarn crafting world as an illustrator, professional technical illustrator, and produced many books, you know, illustrations for many books. And it was very gratifying work because I could use my skills and my passion together 
And it was it was a pretty exciting time. But going back to this early these early days, so creativity was always there. And then later I found myself, you know, with this dilemma of, you know, being overweight and feeling like I was the kid that that couldn't, you know, eat the French fries because I always had to be on a diet. But then I later came to the conclusion in my adult years, like I was on a mission to to, to figure this out. Like I, I eventually noticed that, you know, the girls that were thin in high school ended up gaining weight when they were young adults, but I was the opposite. So I lost the weight because I, I understood it was about the food. It was about the quality of what I was putting into my body. I mean, of course, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but it was that quality of nutrients, the quality of the food you know, lifestyle, all that stuff. I don't want to go off there right now, but I, I, I just, I was on a mission to, to figure that out because I knew diets weren't the answer and that that was true. And I, and I, I knew that early on. And so by the time I hit college, I was a normal weight adult. I was fit and exercise, mindful, you know, mindfulness practice. Those were very, um, very big things in my, in my young adult life. These fundamental things stayed with me throughout my life. And so, you know, in my early adult years, it was all about vanity. But eventually this changed to true stewardship and my desire to help others go down this path as well. You know, this became more than just for myself. Like once I realized, you know, that exercising, you know, staying healthy was about so that I, so that when it became about others and how by doing so helped me to be happier, to be more productive in other areas, then I, then it became multidimensional because, you know, of course, when I was young, when I was in my twenties and it was vanity based, it was just one dimensional, you know? And of course being single, you know, you're more motivated, right? When you're single to, uh, to look good. But later in life, when that all, you know, cause that falls away, doesn't it? you know, your good looks, your body starts to, it gets harder to keep it going. But not just that, it's not like, there's no essence there. It's like, if it's just about that, it's like, what's more, you know, there's more. And so it became a passion to help others to do this too. And then it became mixing creativity and mixing my passion for knitting because, you know, knitting came, also came at an early age. You know, my grandmother introduced me to knitting when I was 12, dabbled in it, let it go, came back to it in my 20s. There you go. (laughs) So it was during a time when I needed more. And in my 20s, when I was like, man, I just, you know, creativity, it was always, it always ran deep. You know, it was a very visceral connection in my life. And so then mixing this passion for wellness, for health and creativity became my, my, my signature approach. You know, how can I get, how could I get creative with my food journal or what I make in the kitchen to what's on my knitting needles and also, you know, creating art journals and and also known as a visual journal, which is something I started as early as 1990. And my first visual journal, my first art journal, I just started creating. I had no idea what it, what it was, if anybody else was doing it because it was before the days of the internet. And so I started creating my first journal when I was in Paris, when I was an exchange student. And it stayed, again, another another thing that stayed with me. And so how it this act of creating an art journal became a daily thing. It became a visceral, visual, and deep experience 
So I, I learned that nothing could be separate. And so I started bringing this into the, the yarn crafting path, right? Because in my journal, in my knitting journal, that is a mix of technical. So if you guys have seen me show it off <laughs> in Facebook live videos, I show off pieces of my visual journal with, or I should say my, not my visual journal. Yes, I've done that. But my actual knitting journal or my knitting book that has graph paper and technical notes mixed with crazy doodles and and sketches. Because to me, that's how I design. To me, again, going into the intuitive aspects that I, that I have integrated into the current workshop that's happening that I've been so focused on over these past several weeks. So anyways, I've come to this, um, this intersection, right? This intersection of where do I go? And also the fact that I didn't, like I said, didn't have a guest lined up. So it was a great opportunity to really start talking about this. And I hope that you will, uh, you know, just continue down this road with me. And I hope you'll like it, you know, really do. And I, I, you know, I hope that you'll reach out and let me know what you think. And so I've been testing these waters for a while now, though, in the um, Power Pearls community, because, you know, it's where people go to support the show. And I'll tell you a little bit about that if you haven't already heard about it. But, but it's, it, it feels like it's a place where I can test the waters because it's a, it's a, it's kind of, it's a small environment. It's a protected environment that allows me to sort of you get your feedback um, and, and from being part of this community, you, you, that's kind of the um, the benefit of being a part of the part of this community, the Power Pearls community, is to just sort of get in on the ground floor and have that input, share that input. What do you want to see on the podcast? So, um, so Patreon, okay, that's that's the platform. So, what happens in Patreon stays in Patreon. Just a little silly sidebar there, but. Um, if you've never heard of Patreon, and I think it's a good, this is also a good opportunity to start talking about it here, because if you've joined me for the current workshop, you'll, you'll know that you, in order to take this five-week situation, Shawl's workshop, you had to become a paid member of the Power Pearls community. And so I noticed that a lot of people were confused, what is Patreon? Uh, you know, do when I'm a member, does that mean I get the workshop? How do I access it? So a lot of questions have come up and I, and I completely understand, I completely understand it. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to explain it because Patreon and it's pay, it, I'll spell it because it's almost like it's not so intuitive, right? So P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon. So kind of patron. So you know, it's be, the name Patreon was created. So patreon.com is a place where creators like me, you know, podcasters, artists, designers, you know, just so many musicians, um, especially because that's the, the Patreon was created by a musician. And, and it's so it's a place where creators and and then supporters of the of the things that creators make can come together in one place. So creators keep making stuff and the supporters help them con to continue by pledging a monthly amount. And, and so this can start at a dollar, 
I mean, it's like anyone can do this at, at whatever level, right? So it just means that the doors are open for, for everyone and uh, no one's left out. So you can support the show at a dollar or $150. So the creators that, so if you were to check out Patreon and you can check out what's happening on the, in the Power Pearls community, and I'll give you that info in a second, but you can see there, there are also rewards. So based on the pledge amount that you decide upon, there are also some different rewards. So in this Power Pearls garden <laughs> that I've planted, it gives you the opportunity to support the show whatever way feels good for you. So let me just share a little, a little bit about these rewards. So the ground floor is input on what you want on the podcast, right? Do you want to see, do you want to hear things like this, right? <laughs> uh, more, you know, do you want that? And also maybe mini trainings that happen only on Patreon, you know, how to move the needle on your yarn crafting life, because that's the other side of the coin. You know, my experience in the needle arts world and paying forward what I've learned and this, and just sort of the ins and outs, how do you get published? How do you work with yarn companies? How do you start a fiber business? But even before that, how do you just even start designing? You also get access to workshops, unedited and unreleased episodes, and personal, private, one-on-one coaching with me. So there's actually a reward tier for that as well. So here's where you can check things out. So if you were, if you go to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash community, you can check it out. It'll take you right to my creator page and you'll see on the right-hand side of the page, you'll see the reward tiers. You'll see that it starts at a dollar and everyone, no matter what level you're at, you get access to a private and and totally engaged Facebook group that's only for patrons of the podcast. So you get to hear what's happening first. You get to hear, you know, early info about workshops, about, um, you know, just new things that are brewing. And believe me, there are some crazy things brewing <laughs> with the podcast. So this is an all-encompassing Power Pearls experience, a Power Pearls community, really. So it goes beyond just the podcast. And I said that earlier. So back to that holistic integration. So that wraps things up for this solo episode. And I hope that you enjoyed this different approach. And, you know, you'll see more and more of this because, you know, in this ever-changing world, we really need to rely on what grounds us. And our yarn crafting gives us a profound ability to do so. So whatever we can do to bring light to that and, and whatever I can do to help expand that for you, that's my mission. That's what I want to help you do. So until next time, happy knitting, and I hope to see you in the community. Take care. <laughs>